Well, folks, before I break into an obnoxiously loud all right, folks, to get this show started, let me just go ahead and remind you that the Brindley Dumb Show is brought to you by Postmates. From an early morning breakfast burrito to a bottle of wine after work, sometimes you just need what you need delivered fast. That's where Postmates come in. Now, promo code BRO. Bible, that's Bro Bible, B R O B I B L E, no space, Bro Bible, gets you $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. That's promo code Bro Bible for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days. Postmate that. Hi, folks! Coming to you. Live here we are the Brilliant Dumb Show sitting episode forty six. I'm Big Game Bob. That's Grace Ibrahim behind the glass on the ones and twos. Now usually Tuesday for you fans out there of the show, this is the day you're supposed to get your live visual interview of whoever we had on that week. This week you're getting my interview with Michael B. Jordan. You can head on over to YouTube, the Brilliantly Dumb Show, to watch it. You'll get to hear it in today's episode. Michael was kind enough to sit down with us at the EA Games. There's a Call of Duty League. I really don't know much about it. But I went over there. It's it, it's just an absolute circus at one of these things. It ended up being a lot of fun. And Michael B. was kind enough to sit down with us uh, for a little bit so I could fire a couple questions his way. I wish I had more than a couple because he's a lot of fun, Grace. I mean, he, he's got a hell of a personality on him. You know, a lot of times he, he's promoting it. He's an investor in it. So he's got a lot of money sunken into it. But a lot of times they go to these things, these celebrities, and they don't really want to be there. He really wanted to be there. I mean, he was having a good time. I was having a good time. I could have gone two hours. So uh, that's a lot of fun. Before we do that, we're going to just jump in, if you don't mind, Grace Ibrahim, into our sports bit, folks. Um, we currently have nothing. The, the The coronavirus in the sports world has taken anything and everything from us. March Madness, baseball, that's not going to start on time. I mean, we just seem to be getting hit with more and more bad news as the days go by. And the Olympics was really kind of the last thing we had to hold on to because it's the only thing I didn't think you could actually postpone. You know? Like, how the hell do you cancel the Olympics? It's the Olympics. But they did, Grace. It's been reported that it will now be postponed. Now, the first word they got from the Olympic Committee, the one who broke it to the reporter to tell us, was a guy, and I, I shit you not, was a guy by the name of Dick Pound. Yes, I said it. Dick Pound was a higher-up in the Olympics that told the reporter that it was going to be canceled. That's the guy who delivered the message to us. So now my kids, down the road, when I have kids and they say, hey, Dad, why wasn't there a 2020 Olympics? I'm going to say, kids, because Dick Pound said so. I'm going to have to live with that. 
This is from the Los Angeles Times Olympic leaders pushed back Monday against reports that they had already decided to postpone the 2020 Summer Games in Tokyo because of the coronavirus pandemic. Later, IOC member Dick Pound of Canada made headlines by telling USA Today that postponement has been decided. Now, believe it or not, Dick Pound did not make headlines for having the name Dick Pound. Dick Pound made headlines for telling the USA Today that it had been postponed. An outspoken figure with the IOC for decades, Pound later retreated, then confirmed that comment. So to starters, Pound's kind of all over the place there. But here's here's the guy you got to feel for, okay? Michael Phelps and these athletes are training six, seven days a week. Phelps has practically swam the entire Pacific Ocean by now, and he's still got months of training ahead. And he finds out that his blood, sweat, and tears are now vain and meaningless because there won't be an Olympics. And he's got to hear it from a member of the Olympics, one of the higher-ups named Dick Pound. And whoever broke the news to Phelps, he probably thought he was fucking with him. You know, you see that Dick Pound reports this type of thing, you, in, you instantly think it's coming from a meme page or something. I mean, this is a guy, Dick Pound, who had the choice to keep his name at Richard. Birth certificate-wise, you got to think it says Richard Pound. And this asshole, Dick Pound, is so full of himself that he decides to make it Dick. And pretty much just gives a big F you to everyone. You talk about a guy who's not going to waver on his decision to postpone the Olympics. You're talking about a guy with the name Dick Pound. There is no wavering on this one. No letter, no nothing is going to convince a guy by the name of Dick Pound to go back on his decision. I mean, think about that, Grace. Shame on this guy's parents even for the name. That's terrible. I thought I took a lot of shit for the last name Burger. Just having to turn around every now and then. Would you like cheese on that? You know, you hear it all the time. You eventually just take it on the chin. Imagine the kind of shots Dick Pound was taking. Think about that. There's a good chance, Grace. That there is a young lady out there who lost her virginity to a guy named Dick Pound. Try that on for size, Grace. No pun intended. I mean, I I, I tell you, it, it's been it's been a wild year, Grace. It's been a wild 2020, and this this one stands right at the top of it. I couldn't take the report seriously. I kept laughing, and it's not a laughing matter. I think half the nation was laughing. I mean that that is that is a beauty of it. Think about this, Grace. Put this one into perspective as well. There's kids out there who were friends with Dick Pound that had to ask their parents if Dick Pound could sleep over their good friend. You know? It's just all the scenarios are just running through my head on on what this guy had to face growing up with that name and, and, and what his friends and family had to face too, although his family was the one who did it to him. You know? It, it's just, it's pretty bizarre to think about. So, um, Dick, thank you for the report there. There will be no Olympics. There will be some moving on here in the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Grace Ibrahim, we are moving on.
I gotta tell you, Gracie Ibrahim, it's a very scary time in the world right now. It's, you know, you try not to talk about it, but you really can't help it. You kind of have to with how big of a thing this has become, the coronavirus quarantine. I gotta tell you, Grace, I've, I've really, I've been doing a pretty good job of sticking to it, staying home, not going anywhere. I will confess day three of the quarantine, I slipped, I went two blocks down the street, because my friend was ordering from John and Vinny's, this really good Italian joint in Los Angeles, and for some reason, I've never tried it, and everybody always bashes me about never having tried it, so I had to get over there, I go over there though, he's got a friend over that I had never met before, mind you, this is day three of the quarantine, I go, dinner's already there. I go sit on the table, introduce myself to him. He's got two nine millimeters just sitting on his chest. He had one of those holsters that you kind of wrap around your shoulder and your, your stomach, like G.I. Joe type style. And we're eating, and I got to be honest with you, Grace, I, I really couldn't enjoy my meal because the way he had these things propped Grace, I've never seen a gun before, never touched one. I'm from the suburbs of New Jersey. I never planned on touching one or had any desire to see one, to be quite frank. But I'm eating my chicken parmesan from John and Vinny's for the first time. And this guy's got two 9mm pointing one at my knee, one at my stomach. It was a very unsoothing feeling. I said, you know, if you don't mind me asking, uh, what's the whole uh, gun situation you got going here? Well, he says, I, you know, I have a license to carry. I said, yeah, I see that. You're, defi you're definitely exercising your license there, sir. Nobody's, nobody's debating you on that. I got a gun looking right at my chest and my kneecap right now. And even my friend was like, so? How do you like the chicken parmesan? I said, well, you, you know, I probably would like it a little bit more if I didn't have two pistols staring at my eye right now. But, uh, yeah, not a, not a bad chicken parmesan. Finally, I said, do you mind at least pointing that thing to the marinara sauce and the bread we got at the middle of the table, please? Hold on, folks. Do not go anywhere just yet. I know I'm not going anywhere. Grace Ibrahim definitely isn't going anywhere either. We just have to interrupt this show to let you know that the Brindley Dumb Show is brought to you by... Postmates. Postmates does anything and everything, but Postmates doesn't just deliver your standard burgers and sushi. They make my life easier. You could send these guys to grocery stores. I've seen a couple at the Staples Center. If you like the Staples Center Cracker Jacks, send your Postmates delivery guide to Section 116 for some Cracker Jacks. They do everything, and now for a limited time... Postmates has given you listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days if you type in promo code BROBIBLE. One word, B-R-O-B-I-B-L-E. That's code BROBIBLE for $100 of free delivery credit. No minimum purchase. Anything you need, anytime you need it. Postmate it. Move it on. It'll... It'll help uh, get my appetite back. And, and you know, Grace, that's the thing. Then he goes into this big spiel about how people are overreacting about this virus and making it worse than it is. Meanwhile, this guy had to take off his corona mask to eat his slice of pizza. 
and he's got two guns on his chest. So let me ask you something. Who's the one overreacting here? Because to me, as far as I'm concerned, you are overreacting. It's like somebody being at the grocery store and complaining that people are taking too much toilet paper that they don't need. Meanwhile, the same person complaining has 50 rolls of toilet paper sitting in their shopping cart. You are the one overreacting, sir. I mean, I couldn't believe that. And you got to think, this is day three of the quarantine, Grace. What is this guy planning on bringing day 46? Is he just going to show up to the dinner table with the rocket launcher? You know, my mom always said, Robbie, no phones at the table. Ma, you should have been talking to this guy. No guns at the table, please, sir. Let me at least have my dessert till we bring that shit out. And then my friends got the nerve to ask me if I want to sleep over. Oh, man, eat a Pop-Tart, wake up next to a grenade? You think I trust this guy sitting next to me right now? You think I want to sleep over? Get the fuck out of here. Rather have a sleepover at Jeffrey Dahmer's than this guy. Look at this guy. Couldn't believe it. And even my dad. My dad's the same way. He's the guy complaining about people overreacting. But I got a phone call from my mom the other day. He's got this good friend Marvin from Publix, which is a shopping center down in Florida, down south. And they're very close to where he slices. He's the deli meat guy. And my dad is so regimented, he's so Larry David, that he goes to see him every Tuesday and Friday to get more bologna. And if Marvin from Publix, Marvin the meat guy, goes on vacation, my dad doesn't go to Publix. He doesn't have any sandwiches that day. Him and Marvin are attached at the hip. But anyway, my mom told me that Marvin's out in the driveway. My dad says, oh, I got to be right back. My dad goes outside. Picks up a roll of Charmin toilet paper from Marvin. He had Marvin bring it from Publix. I said, Dad, so you mean to tell me you're, you're, you're crying and moaning about people taking too much toilet paper and overreacting. Meanwhile, you have the deli meats guy at Publix bring you toilet paper? He goes, well, Robbie, he's off the clock. I said, yeah, indeed, Dad, he is off the clock, but he's still got that roll of toilet paper from aisle six. Whether you like it or not, I'm okay with you getting the toilet paper, but don't then point the finger and be upset that other people are paying for toilet paper. Who's cutting the meats right now, Dad? It's certainly not Marvin. So yeah, I gotta tell you, maybe the most uncomfortable dinner I've ever had in my life. You should have seen this guy all strapped up. He looked like Dan Bilzerian on a Saturday afternoon. Just in the desert ready to blow shit up. Grace, on that note, that takes us to our interview. The one you've been waiting for, folks, we are moving on to our interview with Michael B. Jordan from the EA Gamer League, promoting Call of Duty, the Bob and Michael B. Jordan collab, coming to you now, as promised, folks. Enjoy. Oh, what's up? Nigga, see you again, man. Good? Good. It was fun that night. (laughs) 
All right, folks, well, from starting this podcast in my kitchen pantry to sitting here with one of Hollywood's finest right here, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Michael, my first question to you, how did you get started in Call of Duty? With how busy you are, what, what led to this collab with Call of Duty? Oh, uh, man, I think just uh, starting as a kid, just playing video games right. and just loving it, you know, just as a fan. Uh, and every, you know, every year they came out with a new one, I was just, you know, right there in line getting the game, playing it. So as I got older, and um, it's it's a stress reliever, you know. When I'm on the road all the time, when I'm working and filming in different countries, different locations, it's cool to come back home and have like you know something I could just take my mind off of what I'm doing and, and, and relax. And that's kind of what I do as players. And the league's kind of got that March Madness feel exactly. to it. It's really, I mean, it's a live crowd around here. And I think that's the thing of like leveling up from just like playing the game to like now it's like oh it's a Call of Duty league now. Okay, we have like rules and there's like there's certain guidelines. It just makes it feel more. You're even getting the crowd involved a little bit too, which I like. Uh, Michael, on a, on a basketball, on another note for you, speaking of March Madness basketball-wise, I saw you sitting courtside at the Laker game yep. the other day. You were with my cousin watching the game. What's it like watching LeBron James sitting courtside? Oh, man, it's incredible. Um, honestly, that was my first time in the arena since, um, since you know, Kobe. Uh, so it was, right. a, it, was a, it was a nostalgic feeling just being in the Staples Center and, you know, seeing his jersey Raptors and stuff up in the Raptors. But then, you know, looking to my right and then seeing LeBron, you know, sitting in the same seat that, you know, that Kobe was in and just that focus, you know, and that drive. It's that time of the year, you know, he, he's going, he's making that championship run. So it was just kind of, it, it was it was really cool to, to, to sit courtside and see how the team is really coming together. I feel like they have a goal, like they have a real goal. And they and, and uh, this would be a very special year for them. So, I, I, yeah, no bets are off. But it was, it was really fun. In there now, how many Creed sequels would you have to sign up for, you think, to then look like LeBron? LeBron, you gotta think you're on your way. Is it Creed three or four to where you're built like him? To like Bron? I mean, <laughs> I don't think there's not enough sequels in the world to make me grow another foot. <laughs> but, but uh, no, man. I'm, I mean, th- there's a couple. There's a couple going on. I want. I want to make as many Creed movies as the, the fans want. You know, as long as the story's always there and a the character and it's, and it's grounded. You know, it, it's a franchise and a character that I'm, I'm really, really in love with. But Creed three, we're trying to. We're trying to do something different. Three or four. Yeah. You're, you're on. Like I said, you're on your way. Yeah, appreciate it. Man. And the last question that I had for you to wrap this up. Another Call of Duty question for you. When you're at home playing Call of Duty, okay, and you're on a roll, do you let people you're playing with know that they've just been sniped by Michael B. Jordan, or do you stay humble about it? I stay humble about you it. Do. I do. I do. I think I might. I might create another gamer tag just so I can let my fans know it's me, so we can have more of a, right. you know, more more of a thing. But right now, I'm, I'm kind of under the radar, only playing with my with my friends and stuff like that. That kind of know. It's funny because like if I'm talking, um, if we're not in a private chat. And I'm playing with randoms. Sometimes I'll start talking to my teammates. You you would hear them start to fish and ask questions uh, around like like a movie that I did or something like that to get just to get me to keep talking and right. to, to see if they can pick up on it a little bit. So I've, I've had a couple of those and, and a couple people ask questions, but I, I never I never really told anybody. Well, folks, so. so if you're sitting in your living room playing Call of Duty, you get sniped in the head. It may just be. From Michael B. Jordan, just saying. dude, you're the best. Appreciate it, man. Thank my you guy. so much, my man. Pleasure. Oh, man. Well, Grace, there you have it. Interview with Michael B. Jordan. You could chalk that one up as a W for the pod, the friends of the pod of the Brilliantly Dumb Show here. We can now confirm that Michael B. Jordan is indeed a friend of the pod. 
everybody's a friend of the pod here on the Burnley Dumb Show. Another thing to look out, if you happen to watch the YouTube video, and again, there's bonus clips of me kind of walking throughout the tournament and interviewing different players. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's an, a good additional bonus to take a look at on the YouTube. But something to watch for at the end of that interview with Michael B. Jordan, this, this took place about a week before the whole coronavirus pandemic really started. Michael B. was ahead of the game. He was giving fists to everybody. He refused to do the high fives with everybody because of it. So he, he went in at the end of the interview. He's going fists, you know, to pound fists. And I'm coming in with a full hand for the high five. Thank God I made the adjustment because it could have got really awkward. I almost got a fistful of Michael B. Jordan's hand. I would have just kind of clawed it with the high five that I was going in for. Made the adjustment, but a little late. So take a look at that little awkward situation. And in the meantime, back Friday we go. Your regular scheduled programming here on the Brilliantly Dumb Show. It's been a hell of a day. Hell of an episode. Enjoyed talking to you folks out there. We appreciate the continued support. We are back Friday on the Brilliant Dumb Show, which will be episode 47. Folks, take care. Stay safe. Don't be an idiot. Stay home. We will see you Friday. Take care now.